I got a call the day of like, hey, we need a DJ for D3, who's YG's artist. Like, are you available? Like, of course yeah, yeah. <laughs> some random dude in the crowd just like started pulling my sock down and like tried to tickle my foot and thought it was funny <laughs> they'll reach out and they'll be like hey do you remember me when you were six years old now i'm seeing you with yg and yeah. blah, blah, blah. i'm like yeah thank you a lot of them have open verses that i just need to send out can i hop on the track or? yeah <laughs> i was okay. gonna do a couple more cities they were supposed to have me in toronto i just didn't have my passport at the time oh. now i have it yg yeah. <laughs> next tour <laughs>
kind of just it goes a long way yeah Yeah. people don't realize it goes a long way definitely but again i mean you're talking about networks and all this we talked Mm -hmm. about a little off cam i got surprised you're only 24 bro yeah i'll be 25 on the 15th of april oh dope happy early birthday (laughs) thank you um but that's crazy because you've been doing this how long how many years would you say officially um officially i mean i've been doing it since i was eight but long (laughs) as time so a long time when'd you like devote like this is it uh probably when i was 15 16 so kid coming up on 10 years Mm -hmm. it's been a long time so starting out like compared to where you are now obviously Mm -hmm. nobody imagines right like you're (laughs) gonna be here but like when you were starting out what was the goal did you have this in mind was this the plan um the goal for me was just to do like more shows honestly Mm -hmm. um at the time i was like djing for my parents and my friends and didn't really think it would get anything much more serious than that um and then i actually went to school for audio engineering and that's kind of around the time where i started to take it more seriously and gain more traction um i just started doing local shows mm-hmm. and that's what really brought it out i kind of saw the crowd interaction and loved it and haven't looked back since mm-hmm. yeah. and so now like you've come from that are you now only I don't want to put it in a way like it sounds arrogant, but like mm-hmm. you have a certain standard of certain shows you will do, or mm-hmm. are you still down to do, you know what? I have a passion for it. I love it. I'll do any show. Right now I'm doing anything. Um, yeah. I actually have a, a gig with Arizona School of the Arts that I do every single year. So I'm still doing their oh, proms. Yeah. I still do weddings, um, corporate gigs. I DJ for a lot <laughs> of the dispensaries in Arizona. So kind of all over the kinda place. Helps out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you've been in Arizona most of your life or just recently? Um, since 2016 okay so okay yeah and did you come to this place specifically thinking it was going to be good for the career you chose or are you kind of you just took a leap you liked arizona and it just worked out my family actually moved out here so i decided to take the leap with them and just saw the love out here and Mm. saw the attention that i was getting and stuck with it and i still go back and forth um because i'm originally from portland oregon Mm. so i go out there and do shows and and try to give back um out there as well but arizona is definitely my home now oh okay perfect because i i've again we had a dj on we had a couple musicians on i've Mm. I've asked them because i feel like there's a stereotype on arizona and it's like no matter what happens people are breaking these stereotypes but still people in the back of their head is like arizona's not really like (laughs) popping like that yeah but what would you say to people that don't realize like Arizona has some great talent mm-hmm. and like it's showing, what do you think has to be done for Arizona to have some like respect on its name? Or do you think we've already gotten to that now? I think we've gotten um, a couple artists that are slowly starting to break that, um, that are going out of Arizona to like LA or um, like Nashville, those mm-hmm. kind of bigger markets. But Arizona definitely has like a dope hip hop and just music, um, like audience for sure and i think to get more eyes we got to stop stop hating kind of join together yeah um i definitely see that there's been a lot of hate out here um which i mean has its yeah you'll see it it anywhere but like yeah at the same time i mean Um, but i think like coming together and definitely like throwing throwing events um there's a company out here called az way too active and what they do is uh throw local events for artists so i really love what they're doing there's a couple other or what you guys are doing as well you know shining light on yeah. up and coming artists and things like that and as it's well. funny like I- i've told you before it-, it just happens to be we've had a lot of musicians and artists as <laughs> yeah. guests. we're not like a music podcast yeah. <laughs> so like people are I'm-, I'm getting a ton of dms now like from musicians and yeah. i'm like oh shit like I don't want to put myself in that niche in that because box, again, yeah. I love music mm-hmm. and I love what you guys do, but I'm like, I also want to branch out and do athletes. I want to yeah. do content creators. I want to do all this, 
But again, I'm like, oh shoot, a lot of there's a lot of great mm-hmm. artists that I'm like, oh, I can't turn that one down. I can't <laughs> yeah. turn that one down. I'm like, you're coming on, you want to be on? I'm like, well, you did have yeah. all this. I gotta have him on. So, yeah. But again, it's dope what you're doing, bro. Thank you. Um, going back to your music, mm-hmm. Spotify. You only have six songs though. Yeah. Where's the music? You've been doing this so long, and every time you drop, I'm like. Hold up, this shit is great. Yeah, like it's actually really good. Thank you. I'm like, where's an album? Yeah, where are more singles? Where? So I'm, I don't mean to grill you, but yeah. like, where's the music? Yeah. So as of right now, I'm kind of doing more like quality over quantity mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, so kind of being a lot more selective on what I am dropping. But I do have a project in the works. Um, I have about 300 plus unreleased songs that are just <laughs> sitting in my phone right now. <laughs> Uh, with local artists and and major artists, so definitely gonna sit down and make a project and start putting a lot a, a lot more records out this year. Okay, cool. Yeah. So twenty twenty three, we're getting an you're album. You're gonna get this is all air, bro. You <laughs> can't take it back. Yes, you'll get an album. This yes, year. okay, we'll get an album. Cool, bro. Yeah. Because again, like you, you're making great music, and Thank you say, you. me and my roommate talk about it all the time. All these musicians have so many unreleased, and they're so great, <laughs> and they leak, yeah. and we're like, why are they not putting this out? Is there, what's the secret? Why are people holding so many songs like this in the archive? I think a lot of it is just more like quality. I like to work on my records and make sure that they're perfect. Um, like I said, I've, I've been working on Bitter for like a year and a half and then, you know, known to boy for five plus years. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's definitely just like perfection. Um, I'm definitely a perfectionist. So when I do put out records, I want to make sure that, you know, it's right. It has the proper rollout as well. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it gets the right attention. For sure. And then does your like work usually take that long? Year and a half we're talking like what's is that the longest it's taken you to make a song? Like that's a long time. Yeah, I think a year and a half is definitely like the longest it's taken for me to put it out. Mm -hmm. Um, My engineer, Alex, uh, that's the engineer that I work with for he does all my stuff. me and him will just be in the studio, like perfecting mm. vocals and perfecting the beat over and over and over again until it's perfect. So, okay, yeah. yeah. And again, it turned out to be an amazing song. Thank bro. you. Like, I really did love this song. Thank you. I appreciate I'm still it. bumping it. Like, again, it's still <laughs> yeah. relatively new. And if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. Definitely. It's phenomenal. It's on all streaming platforms. Yeah, it's on right? all streaming platforms. Is yeah. there a main one you focus on now? Like, are you focused on Spotify, Apple Music? What is this? Yeah, my main two would be Spotify and Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely feel like I have my biggest. Uh, fan base is on Spotify just because I use it and get playlisted there mm-hmm. a little bit more. But um, Apple Music is definitely a big, a big uh, site for me as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. And has there been like again, you've worked with a ton of artists, whether it be at shows, DJing or producing mm-hmm. or just anything like that. Do you have a specific favorite artist? Maybe you've worked with, or you just really enjoy working with. Not to diss anyone else, but <laughs> yeah. like you know, everyone has their favorites. Yeah, my favorite uh, that I've worked with so far has been Emmett Dupree. Um, mm-hmm. I think he kind of matches that uh, perfectionist. Mm-hmm. um mentality and when we were in the studio together he just wanted everything to be perfect and we uh came up with a record called can't pretend and it's been doing very well i saw the music video for that is sick by thank the way. you yeah that's dope <laughs> how's it been shooting music videos do you shoot a ton of them for all your do you have one for all your songs again you have that six can't, so yeah <laughs> come on, we gotta get a music yeah. video so uh can't pretend was actually my first video uh, that was your first? That was my first video oh, I ever shit. done. So you're yeah. serious about this quality yeah. stuff. Okay. That's so I, I definitely have a couple more in the works. Um, mm-hmm. I'm working on getting a video done for Bitter. Um, mm-hmm. Just kind of getting all the artists out here. That's probably the hardest it's part. It's just scheduling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Can't Pretend, uh, that was definitely a really fun experience. Uh, mm-hmm. We shot that in a backyard, actually. And then had a whole like Thanksgiving kind of setup. 
with the uh, people that were wearing masks and we had different colors that we were kind of going for but we we shot that in maybe five six hours really the whole that's video not bad, yeah you know? that's not bad and again yeah. it, the quality was phenomenal i like the you. concept you know can't pretend the yeah, mask, all that exactly. stuff that was good Thank was you. it a big production like you had for that because again, um yeah there was a, there was a whole crew mm-hmm. um we had about say eight to ten extras that were there plus okay. me and emmett um the crew was about probably 15 to 20 people um that were behind the scenes mm-hmm. whether it was like <clears> costume <throat> design lighting things of that nature so yeah it was a pretty big okay, production yeah and yeah. do you like, do, uh, are these people you know, or you just kind of hired for this? Yeah, thing? so uh, the person that shot his name's Ian QB. He's worked with uh, Jalopy Bungus, who is pretty popular in Arizona, and then also Emmett. He does all Emmett's videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's, I think he might have done some stuff for Lyrical Lemonade as well. And oh, sick. Like, uh, I think he did some stuff uh, behind the scenes for Lil Baby like a while ago. So Okay, that's dope. Yeah, okay. definitely want to. from Arizona? Yeah, he is. <clears throat> okay, sick. Yeah. So have you, again, you're from, well, not from Arizona, but like you brand yourself in yeah, Arizona. Stuff I definitely like that. claim Arizona now. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you focus on working with specific Arizona artists or are you, are you good to work with whoever? Yeah, I get, I get hit up a lot. <laughs> um, I'm always looking for up and coming artists. Um, I definitely look for quality, but I, I mean, I'm out at events all the time looking for new artists. So I'd say as of right now, a lot of the artists that I'm working with uh, are <laughs> from Arizona just cause I'm here. But when I go to L.A., I always look at artists over there as well and mm. all around. So okay. it doesn't have to be strictly Arizona, yeah, Arizona. for sure. Yeah. OK, let's switch it up. Let's talk about the Red Cup tour. Right. Sick. YG, OGZ, ton of other artists. Mm-hmm. That tour. First of all, how did you even get called up to such a big tour <laughs> like that, bro? Yeah. So I've known YG for since I was in mm-hmm. high school. Uh, oh what yeah <laughs> wait how so he would do he would do parties in portland and he would do shows at this theater called the roseland so around the time he had dropped this mixtape called uh 400 degrees this is like early early yg mm-hmm. um and i had listened to that and just gone to his shows and this is when sh- like his shows there'd be like less than 100 people damn bro i can't <laughs> even imagine yg yeah. less than yeah. yeah and um from there, he would do house parties in Portland after the show. So I would DJ those or just go in and support. Because at the time, uh, all I was listening to growing up was like E-40, Snoop Dogg. And then like YG was kind of coming, coming up, up yeah. right underneath yeah. them. So from there, I always kept that connection. Um, I didn't really know anybody around him, but I had met him a couple times and, you know, just been a fan, taking pictures and whatnot. And then uh, probably about four years ago, I started going to all of his uh, faux hunted flowers events. So his new weed strain. And (laughs) I met, (laughs) yeah, good good thing to pop out. (laughs) And uh, he would do meet and greets at like the cookie store and things like that. And I met his, uh, I think it's his brother or his cousin, uh, Cam, who runs all of his social media for uh, faux hunted flowers. So I got tapped in with him and then started meeting people around his team and just networking. And I met um, my other homie, his name's Hundo, who is uh, YG's artist, D3's hype man. So kind of just putting those connections together, I got a call the day of like, hey, we need a DJ for D3, who's YG's artist. Like, are you available? Like, of course, <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> <laughs> Not gonna pass up on that of opportunity. Course. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. and um, 
from there we hung out with them the whole day uh we went to jaguars and had a good time there mm-hmm. and the day after um i met OGZ. i met kaylin for real for real mm-hmm. um who was on the tour as well and then ended up djing for d3 at uh the arizona federal theater mm-hmm. yeah and so did you did you specifically get called up for the Arizona show or did you get to tour around with them a couple other cities? It was just the Arizona show. I okay. was going to do a couple more cities. Um, they were supposed to have me in Toronto. I just didn't have my passport at the time. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, and it was, Bad time yeah. to not have your passport, bro. <laughs> yeah. Now I have it. Okay. YG, yeah. <laughs> next tour. For sure. But yeah, it was it was closer to the end of their tour. So yeah, I only mm. ended up doing Arizona. But yeah, it was a What was that experience. like, bro, being there like on top? Because I heard Arizona was one of his biggest shows. Yeah. No. Like, I, think I heard that popped out crazy. Maybe a little bit less than 10,000. Because I think the yeah. Arizona Federal Theater ho- holds right around 10,000. Yeah, and it was packed. And completely sold out. Crazy. It How, was, again, you've done a lot of shows. How is that show in comparison to the shows you've done? Nothing like it. Yeah. <laughs> Just like seeing the fans and everybody looking at you and singing songs like word for word. And mm. them, you know, if you're screaming like, turn up they say turn up or what you can say whatever you want on the mic and they're gonna go crazy um it's definitely a surreal feeling yeah what was the pressure like again you've been doing Mm -hmm. it you're but you're young right i'm 21 i you know i stop (laughs) certain things like this and i'm like there's two cameras and my roommate so i'm like having ten thousand people phones on you everything like that Mm -hmm. you've done it a long time you're confident in your work but Surely the pressure is a little bit there. How yeah, was definitely. that? Like, what was I that still like? I still get butterflies at every single show. You know, um, mm-hmm. I try to drink water, take a deep, <laughs> take a deep breath <laughs> before drink, I go. Uh, drink prime. Drink prime so. too. <laughs> yeah, come on now. <laughs> anyway, um, and take a deep breath before I go on stage. But you know, just getting those jitters out of the way and kind of doing this over and over and over again, you you get used to it. Whether it's a mm-hmm. hundred or ten thousand people, it's it's still the same at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's just more eyes. That's dope, bro. Yeah. That's so cool. And so, like, what was the after the after the show? Mm-hmm. After parties? Did they have anything like that going on? Or? Yeah, I think we went to Eleven Eleven Scottsdale. Um, it's a new club out there. Mm-hmm. It was uh, YG and OGZ, so we just went there and hung out, kind of celebrated the tour, and had a good time. So you not like how you already knew YG and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but like the people around him, the networks you built alongside them. Yeah. Has that been something now you're planning to kind of maybe take advantage, not take advantage of, but <laughs> that's a bad way to put it, but like start utilizing a little more. Like, do you want to get in connects with certain people from YG side of things? Maybe get a track with OGZ or something like that. Yeah. Is that something on your mind? Yeah, for sure. I mean, using that, not using, but like, <laughs> I, yeah, we, I, put, I put it on. That's my yeah. point. But uh, networking, I think, is definitely important, especially as a DJ. Um, building those connections, you never know where they could go. Um, now I spin all their records, so mm. I think now all it would take is me to send a beat and say, hey, check it out, or play them some music in the studio and get something. But I definitely could see myself working with like an OGZ or a YG in the future. Oh, dope, bro. Yeah. Okay. And I'd, hey, quality? We're talking <laughs> quality? You have YG yeah. on a track? Mm-hmm. That's going to hit. That's so crazy. <laughs> So what's a, what's a dream artist you kind of have a, a dream of collabing with? Um, dream artist, I've always wanted to work with Ty Dollar Sign. Um, okay, That's kind cool. of a kind of a surprise uh, when I say that. I think people might think I might shoot. No, no offense to him, but people might think I shoot bigger. Um, but I think a Ty Dollar Sign, he's just so versatile with what he can do. He can get on any record. Like we can make mm. a gospel record, we can make an R and B song, mm. we can make a party song. Um, so I definitely want to get in the studio with him and kind of see what we can come up with, um, as well as as well as YG. I think that's YG. A, That'd be a sick. One. Yeah. And again, like 
you have your you put your mark on YG <laughs> maybe in the future. Yeah, Why not? Definitely. So, I mean, are you excited for? Again, you're only 24. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't see the stopping for God knows how long. It is forever. <laughs> for so sure. it's like, what, what's what's your main goal? Do you have a specific goal for this year? And then like, where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. So my goal for this year, I just want to come up with a solid project. Um, still getting features to put together. Like I said, I have about like 300 unreleased songs. So just finishing all of them, narrowing them down. Um, a lot of them have open verses that I just need to send out to other artists. Can I hop on the track? Or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually my true passion. That's why I started it. No, but, um, but yeah, like putting together a solid project, um, networking a little bit more, um, mm. getting more of like a solid rollout together for when I'm ready to sit down and drop a project. Mm. Uh, maybe talk to a couple labels and kind of, work with them and see what i can do mm. but five years from now i definitely want to work with more major artists um i definitely want to be doing bigger shows more tours mm. and then also just give back um to the community and things like that too okay dope bro. Yeah. and then do you see yourself now focusing more on the music side rather than the show side because again you can only do so much yeah it's like you can't be pulled every this way <laughs> so it's like are you more focused on the music this year maybe coming back certain times on the shows or mm -hmm. is there what are you kind of thinking on that department yeah for this year i'm definitely focused more on music and yeah. uh, <laughs> stepping out as an artist okay. um and a dj mm -hmm. i've definitely kind of taken a step back from doing shows um just because they're they're fun but they can get a little overwhelming and mm -hmm. Give me a little anxiety and all that good stuff as yeah. well. But what's the what's the craziest thing that's happened to you at a show? Um, at the Lucky show that I did, I took my shoes off because I stage dive and I didn't want to kick anybody. Mm -hmm. And one of the fans tried to take my sock off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just, just like I was like on the stage, like taking a video of the crowd, and this dude started like tickling my <laughs> foot and tried to take my sock off. <laughs> Hey, did he get close? <laughs> he was like pretty close, and I was like, "Hey, that's good." And you felt that, to be yeah. honest, like all the adrenaline. Like yeah. he probably thought, "I got him, <laughs> yeah. I got him." That's funny. Just yeah. a, wait, it's just a dude. Yeah, some random dude <laughs> in the crowd just like started pulling my sock down and like tried to tickle my foot and thought it was funny. <laughs> Bro, people really have no chance at these shows. Like, are are hella people just drunk at the shows? Drunk, high, or or they might just be high off adrenaline and want to okay. have a good time. But or uh, a sock, or, yeah, or, or a sock. they just want to tickle your foot and that, have a sock. That's but, funny. That yeah. Is weird. What the heck? Okay, and so like, what's the audience interaction been like at these shows? I mean, have you been welcoming to certain people mm -hmm. at the shows? Or are you kind of like a little colder because you're like, I don't know these people. I'm kind of worried that they're going to take my shoe next time. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you, you get a little worried seeing all um, these people? I used to get nervous, but now I feel like I'm a little bit more open uh, with my fans and, and people at shows. I always try to do like a meet and greet and just talk to people at the end, which also expands my network and just gives me people listening to me more. Mm. Um, but at the shows lately, I feel like I've gotten gotten a really good response um i try to have those like rage kind of shows uh mm -hmm. like the lucky show where i'm jumping in the crowd or talking on the mic more and doing a little bit more hosting mm -hmm. so kind of getting out of my element a little bit more um i've been trying to host on the mic a little bit more so okay yeah that's sick. <laughs> again it's like it's you're now finding your voice and stuff exactly. like that and that's important because You've been doing it a long time, but you're now growing into it. You're kind of, do you think you found yourself yet? Or are you still kind of building on it and trying to see where you're at? 
I feel like in the past like year or two, I've definitely started to find myself um, with my music and also DJing. I feel like I've done a lot bigger shows now. Mm. So now I can handle, you know, the crowd interaction. I can handle getting mm. on the mic and not being scared. And then with my music, I have, you know, specific rollouts and certain things that I've learned over the years that I can do when I put out a song. So I definitely mm. feel like I've found myself in the past year or two. Do you think... Again, not to bring out arrogance, but mm -hmm. like now that you've done these big shows, you've seen some people like turn off and be like, hey, don't talk to me no more. Like, I'm <laughs> over here. I'm not saying you've yeah. gotten that way, but you sort of see yourself in a different light to where I'm like, okay, I don't want to take a step back because I'm only moving forward. Yeah. So how do I get bigger and better? Or mm -hmm. are you still like, you know what? I'm going to do whatever just because it doesn't matter to me what the image is. Yeah, I think my image, I definitely try to carry myself a certain way, but I don't have an ego. Um, that's mm -hmm. one of the big things that I had to learn on like learn pretty quickly is mm. the artists and people that I've met that have an ego, they don't last very long in this industry. Um, so I always try to be humble and, you know, talk to people and kind of share my experience, you know, and help people out. Mm. And again, you've done a great job of it, bro. Like I'm excited to see what you have next because again, Thank music you. is phenomenal. Thank you. We're looking out for the album. Like, don't, don't <laughs> like sure. in a few months, you're going to get a yeah. DM and be like, bro, it's the album. um, yeah. Has it been surreal to you? Because again, I'd imagine you're just a fan of rap in general. Yeah. So seeing all these people, all these rappers, who do you mainly listen to? Um, right now, I'm listening to a lot of Larry June. Um, I'm listening to Blast. I've started listening to a lot more R&B. I feel like with my project, that's kind of the direction that I want to go in. Um, I feel like there's not a lot of DJs that are making R&B and like music that has substance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I still will have those party records, um, but I feel like I'm going to start going into a completely different direction. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who else am I listening to? I'm listening to a lot of Kamaya. Uh, me and her just got a record together. She's from uh, L.A. Bay Area. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm listening to a lot of uh, J Waves and Daily Finesse. They're from Arizona. They just dropped okay. a project that's really dope. And uh, yeah, those are the main artists I'm listening I see. to. Right now. It's so again, yeah. like not to discredit any of them, but it's like you're not listening to the mainstream people. Yeah. Is that <laughs> is that is there a reason behind that? Have you always liked showing more local love rather than the mainstream, or are you just not in tune with like what um, they're doing in the mainstream? I love mainstream music, but I try not to listen to it as much. I try to keep my ear to what's up and coming so that I can Smart. make stuff like that before it catches on or try to find an artist before they pop. Mm. Um, an artist like Kamaya, she she used to be signed to YG. Mm. Um, so she's you know still in her grind. She's doing her thing. But um, yeah, I definitely think I listen to a lot more up and coming music and try to support that more. And mm. I think that definitely helps when I create new things instead of trying to create something that's already <clears throat> on the radio. I try to create something new. Okay, yeah. that's dope. And then now that you've kind of found your footing and all of this stuff and you're kind of seeing where this goes mm -hmm. is there have you ever gotten like discouraged like because again numbers do play a big role in like the scene that we're in in general yeah. so it's like have you have you ever been focused on the numbers has not has that not even been like a thought of yours or because you know they do matter like you <laughs> yeah. see them and it's like we live in that society now to yeah. where it does matter and again you want to grow so it's like mm -hmm. have you caught yourself lurking at the numbers and trying to figure out what pops in terms of numbers mm -hmm. yeah i think at the end of the day everybody you know holds themselves to a certain standard um whether they look at numbers or not um i try not to because sometimes you can kind of get down on yourself or you know there might be a month or two where i go 
without gigs for that that period of time and i get in that kind of depressive state but you know knowing that i have fans out there and people that support me to keep me going is definitely what keeps me going um Mm -hmm. so i try not to i try not to look at it too much Mm -hmm. yeah okay and the and the friends and people like you knew maybe back in the day and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How's that been like now? Do they reach out? Like now that you've reached a little bit of success here, have yeah. you seen like some quick switches? Like, <laughs> yeah. hey bro, remember me? Like, yeah. I feel like that happens all the time, but how's mm-hmm. that been like dealing with the people? Maybe I don't want to call it fake, fake love, but yeah. you know, certain things like that. Yeah, I definitely get friends and family um, that, you know, I might not have talking to yeah. for- the Third cousin, yeah. bro, remember me, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because my, dad, my dad's side, he has he has a bunch of family members. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes like they'll reach out and they'll be like, hey, do you remember me when you were six years old? Like, now I'm seeing you with YG yeah. and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. But, <laughs> Um, I definitely try to keep my circle small. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have, you know, those people that support me. I have my fans who I always try to show love to and give back to. But I definitely keep my circle small now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I have myself. I have my engineer and, you know, the people that are that are close with me that always are going to support me. And I support them. And every time I win, it's a win for them, too, you know. So, so bro, yeah. I, I think that's that's a great message to leave. Um to be honest, this went way quicker than I thought. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, shit. But I, I think that was perfect. I Honestly, I loved... It was nice getting to know you and stuff like that. And Likewise. Honestly, amazing work you've been doing. Thank I'm you. excited to see what you have next. For sure. Any last shout-outs, anything you got in the works? Again, album coming 2023. <laughs> but anything yeah. else you want to quickly shout-out? Uh, yeah, so Bitter with Chris O'Bannon, Samarasin, and Du Bois out right now. Um, all streaming platforms. Uh, I just want to give a huge shout-out to my engineer, Alex. Um, he's been supporting me and working on all my stuff lately um he's been a huge support and then yeah album on the way look out for some on the way crazy features on there dj hmd appreciate you coming out for real bro thank you check him out all links in the description below but again we hope you enjoyed this i say we my co-host isn't here (laughs) but uh hope you enjoyed this episode like subscribe share we love y'all heating up podcast is out